Welcome back, Cuzzies, to another episode of the Coaster Cuzzies podcast. If this is your first time tuning into the Coaster Cuzzies, this podcast where two best friends talk about roller coasters, theme parks, and shenanigans. Your hosts for this show are Coaster Bro and Theme Park Stud. On today's episode, the Cuzzies pick up Jeff, Chef Jeff, from the Toledo Hooters, and we are on our way to Waldemere. We're on our way to Darien Lake. We're on our way to Niagara Falls. And we're hitting every park, every amusement park item along our way. So stay tuned and listen to that Cuzzies in the ear. Yo, 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 Costa Bro. What it do, my dude? Oh, not doing anything over here, man. How you been? I've been good. I've been good. Uh, yeah, it's been good. It's Tuesday. And uh, we went off a great weekend of actually going to an amusement park for once. So that was always fun. Holy shit. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. I guess we'll talk about that on the next show. Yeah, we could dive deeper into that on the next episode. But hey, we 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 found someone. We picked them up. We, we've lost them for a while and we found them. <laughs> oh, my what God. We got? we got Jeff in the back seat. We, we just we stopped by that Toledo Hooters. Had to go all the way back. They, and, they, just, uh, they love me there. Thanks for having me back, guys. What'd you order at that at that Hooters? Uh, you were there dog, for like actually. a month. One hot dog. A hot dog, yeah. You but I have them grill it in the wing sauce. Okay. Okay. It's disgusting. That's interesting, man. <laughs> oh. But uh, real real talk, I uh, last month was a bit of a rough one. Uh, I'll keep I'll keep it short because this is actually a quick little tribute. Um, my grandmother passed, and I just I, I mainly want to give her a shout on on this medium because. Uh, she's the pretty much the reason I got into amusement parks in the first place. She's the one who took me off to my first trips to Geauga Lake and SeaWorld when Cleveland had one. Um, so thanks, Grandma. Miss you and love you. Uh, thanks for everything. So weirdly fitting that if Geauga Lake was still around, this is the show we would be doing it on. Wild. Yeah. That's pretty yes. crazy. If it was still here, yeah. <laughs> I missed that too. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, that was a great shout out. We're glad to have you back. And um yeah. Hopefully uh welcome back. Welcome back. Yep. Didn't mean to kill the mood on the, the start, but I do appreciate you guys letting me uh give a shout. It's all right. I was about to make a joke about dick shaped food, but uh yeah. <laughs> we'll go ahead and just put that one back on the yep. shelf for now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, nobody so, kills comedic timing like I do. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it is true. But uh, wouldn't have it any other way. Yep. All right. So this week on our show, we are getting back on the Cuzzy Road Trip, and we have a wild stop. So we were just at Cedar Point, and there's many ways to go after you hit Cedar Point. But basically, we're going to be highlighting, I don't even know how many parks. I'm not, I'm not even going to count them. But parks... I'm not counting them. Good, don't count them. I won't. So what we're we gonna do? We're gonna start with Connie Lake. Um, that's one. Theme park stuff's gonna count them apparently, <laughs> and we're gonna yeah. go all the way over to Marine Land and hit everything in between. So two. Um, before we get started, even I'm gonna I'm gonna add more to the count. Goddamn. Yeah. <laughs> There's like eight credits in between Cedar Point and Waldemere. Just a bunch of kitty coasters you could whore up if you really wanted to. Or it's almost nine. 
What's that? That's almost nine credits. Almost. So what? what I don't know what number we're on now. Uh, I really, I really fucked up your counting. Well, you said we did two and then eight credits. So that's ten. But who, I mean, what if there's multiple credits in one of those? We're just gonna go with ten. Keep it moving. <laughs> ten and keep it moving. All right. So the first part that we're gonna highlight is a park we had a chance to go to theme park stud when we went to our trip to Waldemir and we said nah fuck that let's just keep driving it is Conneaut Lake which is a hilarious park um I'm pretty sure since I've heard about this park in like 2007 or so when I became an enthusiast every year people are talking about it's probably going to close like really like harder rumors is in like things closing down and it's been bought a couple times. Just last year, it was bought by like a nonprofit, and they're not reopening their wooden roller coaster, or they might not be. Who the fuck knows? They're taking out the classics. So we don't even know if this park will exist next year. It's not looking good. But they always bounce back. So if they can make it through this pandemic, I, I'm going to say, if they don't reopen this year, they're done forever. But they do reopen. I think they're. I think they're going to stay open forever. That's just what I think. Right. But uh, to get that's a bold statement. Forever. I mean, if it can survive the pandemic through, like it survived the recession when people thought it was going to close, it survived this pandemic. So let's just hope for it. I guess. I guess. I mean, people kind of like it. It's not a great park. It's just enough to barely mention. So they have two coasters there. They have the Little Dipper. Which is a classic, a 1950 Herschel Kitty Coaster. Don't see a lot of those laying around. 1950, steel. Like, it's kind of weird to think about that. It's like five years before the Matterhorn, I think. That's, that's, a, that's an old-ass Kitty Coaster. Um, but the, the, the real gem, the Ace Landmark, you've got Blue Streak which is the 1938 Wooden Coaster by Edward Vettel. It's so old, I don't know who Edward Vettel is. And that's your highlight. It's probably going to be fucking closed next year. Um, so I hope you, hope you wrote it if you're a credit-chasing kind of person. Hope you wrote it. Does anybody know anything about this park? No. Jeff, have you even heard of it? Yeah, I was trying to think. I, I, I always get this one mixed up with Lake Compounds, I think, when I'm thinking of where Boulder Dash is, so that like <laughs> if this closes, I guess I don't have to be confused anymore. <laughs> that would be but, good. That would suck if you're like, I'm going to get night rides on Boulder Dash, and then you show up at Conneaut Lake, Yeah, and you're like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All they have is a kitty coaster open. I'm well, looking at pictures of this. This just looks like a park that got slapped in somebody's backyard. That's how it feels. It's kind of like a, it's almost like a city park feel from what I no, hear. No wonder it's like I I feel like there's some significance from it when I was young. Do they have like a roller coaster that closed sometime in the last 20 years? Yeah, Blue Streak. It closes and opens like every fucking five years. Oh, okay. It was probably that then. It was it was it was saved, quote unquote saved, I think, by coaster enthusiasts. So you probably donated money to it. That's your move. <laughs> <laughs> I did that once and it was for up uh, okay. <laughs> it was uh some some Nigerian prince like trying to say Jaga Lake. I got my money back, so <sighs> you did. 
Hey, we appreciate you trying to save that thing. Yeah. All right. We're going to move on to my favorite park of the ones that we're going to bring up of the 20 parks that we're bringing up today. Waldemir. Waldemir. And uh, this is a park theme park stud and I've been to. Yeah. I think I liked it a little bit more than you, but I don't think you hated it. I didn't hate it. It was good. Um, this is the park that divided the group on the the trip. Yes. Oh. I kept reminding Kosobro that the whole time we're there, especially after we rode Ravine Flyer too. And uh, what did I say right at the end of that ride? Should have rode it in 2008 or whatever was it was. Like, Would have been, <laughs> been so much better in 2010. <laughs> 2010, yeah. I, it was sort of a joke. It was a great ride. Like, it was it a good was joke. A great ride. But... um. It was a great joke too. <laughs> How long had you had that joke planned? Pretty much, we were going up the the lift. I was like, I got, oh, I got to do go. it. <laughs> here we go. No matter what. All right, so we'll highlight the coasters and some of the rides and some of the experiences there. But um, kind of a sleeper coaster here. You've got the Comet Wooden Roller Coaster. It is a 1951 PTC family wooden wooden coaster. Essentially, it's very similar to like the, um, oh gosh, those Cedar Fair wooden coasters. What are they called? Like Ghoster Coaster. Nope. Fairly Odd Coaster. I think that's what they're called now. But it's um, mm. it's been there a while, so the trees have grown around it and just kind of zooms through the trees. Very enjoyable ride. Um, probably my favorite style or my favorite coaster of this style, I would say. Um, you know, it's not going to make your top 10 list anytime soon. But that is my guilty pleasure are those style of coasters. So then you've got the 2004 Steel Dragon Roller Coaster, the Mauer Spinning Coaster. I believe we rode at Theme Park Stud and didn't spin one fucking time. I don't like think it was so. just, it was like weirdly balanced through the whole thing. That was a weird cue experience from what I remember. Yeah, we tried, we just all tried to do dips in line. <laughs> yeah. But it was like a really wide rail. It was yeah. really hard to do dips. Plus, I'm not good at dips to begin with. Same. That was that was a good time. It was. So make sure if you're lying for do Steel Dragon, tips. do tips. <laughs> All right, moving on. The next coaster is one that we skipped. Could have rode, but decided, nah, we're not going to be horrors today. Ravine Flyer number three. Don't get confused with number two. The third one is the Kitty Coaster. Three. And it is a pretty coaster. It goes over like a fountain. It's like built over a lake or something. Kind of a weird thing to do to a lake, but a cool thing to do to a kitty coaster. Yeah. yeah. It's like, uh, you could put that on a wall. That's a good quote. Let you guys sit with that for a second. Then you have the, the crown jewel, Ravine Flyer 2. The Gravity Group wooden roller coaster built in 08, still rides like it just fucking opened. Whoop. And uh, theme park stud thoughts on it? It was awesome. Um, you're going up the lift, and then like when you crest over, you have an awesome view of Lake Erie. Yeah. Uh, like I whole... think it's an underrated view. Yeah, hundred um, percent. The ride was smooth, very smooth for for how old it was. Like we were not expecting it to be that smooth. Um, yeah. yeah. Other than that, get... like it was it was a great time. Yeah, it's one of those that I think is like better than Voyage. Uh, I like Gravity Group coasters that are smaller, and this one, it fucking nails it. 
And uh, one thing I do love about Ravine Flyer 2 is I don't think it would be that good in any other park right now. Um, because what, what not Ravine Flyer, what Waldemir does is they literally just strip the wood on that motherfucker and retrack it every year. So it's just butter smooth, which is something that only a small park would do. That like Cedar Point would never do that. Cedar Point would let it run like garbage. So that's what I, that's kind of one of the little things I love about Waldemere. One of my that favorite little like, parks in America. Is there any other park that gives a, a coaster that kind of treatment? Cause I don't think I've ever heard of that. Um, I can't think of any. Some people would say Holiday World does a decent job, but they have three wooden to take care of. So they don't, they yeah. obviously don't do it every year. Yeah. I wouldn't um, be surprised if they like rotate because theirs were fine when we went and a few of them were older. Yeah, they kind of, they kind of do rotate. Like Raven got it this year. I think Legend got it a few years ago. Voyage has to have it every year because it's brutal. Yeah, ninety degrees. Yep. And then the last coaster at Waldemere actually new credit since we've been. They added it in twenty twenty. You got an SBF spinning coaster there, which I do love these little spinning coasters, man. I love them. So we'll have to go back. He loves them. Loves them. All right, some other attractions um, that I want to bring up because they actually have a really good flat collection throughout the park, especially for a small park. But some of my favorites that they have actually include their dark rides. So they have the Pirate's Cove, which is like a walkthrough dark ride attraction, kind of funhouse thing that is really unique, stuff that you don't really see at amusement parks very often. And then you have the Wacky Shack. The old school Bill Tracy dark ride, which is just old school gags through every room. And it's a fantastic dark ride. And when you put that coaster collection just with these dark rides, this is like a must visit kind of place, especially if you were, you know, trying to think you want to go there in 2010. I think you do it. I think you do it. If only we knew. They also have a sky ride there. They have a. Larson Drop Tower called X Scream and a Mega Vortex Disco Coaster. Um, all just not, I call it a disco coaster. Coaster Boy's going to freak out. A disco attraction. It is not a coaster. Um, and then you have Water World, which is, you know, it's a, it's, it's a small scale water park. So it doesn't have like those elite attractions, but it's like a really good local water park. So if you were local, I think you would visit this water park all the time. But when we went, we definitely skipped it. But if you were trying to make it a full day kind of experience, I think if you added the water park in there, mixed in rides in the morning, in the afternoon, um, you could maybe get a full day out of it. But this is pretty much just a half day park for most people, I would say. If not a couple of hours, I think we did it in two or three. Yeah, we, we weren't there that long. Nah. I'd say maybe three. But we yeah. got there. It was later in the afternoon. Um, yeah, we were like close to park close. But then we do Darren Lake. and um, Yeah, in the morning. And then we went well, yeah, we, we did Darien Lake. We and did then Niagara we Falls. Well, Niagara Falls loosely. Uh, <laughs> and then we did Darien Lake in the morning. Then we drove there and did Waldemere. Um, and then... What a crazy day. And what do we what do we stay the night? Did we drive to like we we drove a little bit past Cleveland and just stayed in a very cheap hotel? Like 
outside of Sandusky. Is that where we went to that really good uh, (coughs) restaurant? And it was like a brewery slash restaurant. It had really good food. Oh, I think so. Yeah, yeah, that that shit was good. That, is, that shit was good. I don't remember what it was called. I don't remember what it was called. I mean, that's nowhere near Waldemir, but mm-hmm. <laughs> was it in more Cleveland? of a? It's more of a Cedar Point stop. It was a little bit outside of Cleveland, in between Cleveland and Sandusky. Yeah, it, it was, was like, oh shit, the, there's a brewery here. It okay. was kind of in the bumfuck nowhere of Ohio, Which right up in the bumfuck. <laughs> yeah. All right, but that's your that's your Waldemir highlight. Uh, I like I do. I do want to say it is one of my favorite small parks, but it is small, so it doesn't get a whole lot of love here. But we do but have uh, my park. biggest. My biggest thing is when you pulled up, you look in like the parking lot. You look into people's backyards, and like, yeah, uh, it, it it feels like you like someone just like gave up. I don't know. It just felt like you just pulling up into someone's backyard. And just happen to have a big junkyard full of like amusement park rides, but yeah. good ones, yeah, really good ones. Yeah, <laughs> they, no, the parking lot was a little gross, but inside the park was pretty clean for the most part. Um, and overall, everyone was pretty friendly, and it was it was kind of popping, like not crazy weights, but there was a lot of people there that that evening. And one thing I liked about it was uh, it very much has a Knobles feel because it was just like the whole family's there. You got yeah, you like said that, uh, like five times when you were there. Oh man, I loved it because you just see like grandma in a wheelchair with like toddlers and like teenagers going to ride the drop tower. Like it was just a cool place. But um, Jeff, you got some stuff to bring up around. I don't know if you had the history or not or park food. Yeah, I got, well, I've got a little bit of both. Uh, I'll start off with the history real quick. Um. Waldemere began its life as a picnic area called Hoffman's Grove before the Erie Electric Motor Company leased it in 1896, renaming it to Waldemere. Uh, They extended their trolley service into the park in hopes of increasing passenger traffic uh, not long after adding a dance hall, carousel, uh, and then actually started adding roller coasters in uh, 1907, uh, the first of which being Dip the Dips. Um, as well I as a copy mug with that, yeah, yeah, dip the that, dips. When did it close? Because that that I did not dig into. If you remember, I got you. I'll look it up. Um, the quick next little bit, I'll jump into real quick. They also had a German beer garden that wound up being closed due to prohibition. Um, and then over the years, parks added a number of beloved rides like. The dark rides you mentioned, Wacky Shack, Pirates Cove, and then of course Ravine Flyer too. Weirdly, Dip the Dips is not on RCDB. It's just scenic railway, nothingness. Yeah, yeah. Scenic railway from 1907 to 1999, and then Figure Eight from 1902 to 1937, and then they had Ravine Flyer, the original, from 1922 yeah, to 1938. Not that I can find, but the park doesn't really acknowledge when it was taken out on their side either so what the hell waldemir yeah. oh well but oh, yeah no. that's that's the little bite-sized history we're never gonna um, know. I'll go ahead and jump into the food though so we can get on with this trip um i'm gonna call out because i loved it at kennywood they've also got a potato patch at waldemir 
Um, fries are the star of this menu, topped with either cheese or gravy. But if you want something else, they've also got burger dogs and ice cream. Burgers. What is a what cream. is a burger dog? Yeah, I don't know. Actually, that's <laughs> when you put a hot dog on a burger. Uh, actually, roll it up. My family in Cleveland, oh. my uncle did that, so it's actually a fresh thing in my brain. So you just like cut it up the middle and then put it on top of the patty. Oh. He, oh, that's gross. My, my uncle did a lot of like dumpster fire plates growing up, so his mm. lots of leftovers and stuff. He does not <laughs> care. I, I aspire to be him when I grow up. Anyway, I believe in you. Um, there's a there's an I don't know if it's this way in the park, but at least on the website, we've got a number of food options that are oddly titled. The first one I'll mention is called the pizza section. Uh, you can satisfy your pizza fix as well as a local favorite. Uh, apologies, any locals, if I mispronounce this, but it's uh, Staganelli's Pizza Balls, which kind of reading, yeah. I know, right? Uh, reading it kind of sounds a little bit like the the pepperoni rolls I make. Uh, but Dude, uh, they also have nachos soft and soft pretzels. So, yeah. I have a question about pizza rolls that you make. Yeah. I had, what did I have today? A cannoli? Mm-hmm. Nope, wasn't a cannoli. Never mind. It's like a Texas treat. Calzone? No. <laughs> just We're just going to move on. on that's, yeah, I was gonna say that name is out of my brain. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they, uh, to, to cater to what I was just talking about, though, about the oddly named, like on their site, they've got the grill section, the ice cream section, the pizza section, the waffle section, popcorn section. So I don't know what the deal is with that. But yeah, I like, are these sections section. restaurants? Yeah. I'm, that, I don't remember. That's what I'm guessing. I don't know. I've never been. So um, the last uh, food I will acknowledge for the park, uh, their elephant ear cart, because fuck funnel cakes. Um, get yourself a big fried piece of dough covered in powdered or cinnamon sugar Uh, they also have oreo churros and that is meant to be said like that oreo churros Hmm. uh, corn dogs soft pretzels and multiple ice cream or frozen treat options nice elephant ears that's like a a funnel cake the size of all three of our fucking faces, right? <laughs> probably, yep. yeah. <laughs> those are worlds of fun. Really? I hate funnel cakes, yeah. but I'd probably like this. Uh, how do you hate funnel cakes? They're so good, bro. I, because I never am not sick after I eat one. Uh, K- kind of like Lambert's. I never go unless like somebody from outside of area wants to go. Then I'll just like... Yeah. But every time I'm done, I just feel like I want to die. So... Nothing better than eating at Lambert's and then uh, going on a long road trip. Right oh, after. I do not envy that because <laughs> I don't have to do it anymore. It's 30 minutes and I'm home. There you go. <laughs> well, that's Waldemir. Yep. Shout out to Waldemir. So what? how many theme parks did you decide you're going to count? What are we at? Uh, we're at 11 now. Are we? Yeah, because we just added one more on top of that. Did you count Connie at Lake on there? Well, 12 now. All right. I did. Uh, I don't know if, if we were intending to, to leave Erie, but I did have some food options for them oh, yeah, as shit. well. I forgot. That is a city as well. Yeah, there there is stuff there. I don't I don't know if uh, Theme Park Stud found much to do, but I definitely found some some food in the area. Well, there is uh, a and, big lake nearby. 
called Lake Erie. Oh, you could totally check that out. Maybe get on boat. Canada and back. Yeah, maybe get on a boat. Get stopped by border patrol. (laughs) So pretty much what you do around there. There you go. There's your attractions at at Erie. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I will. uh, I I got a few restaurants to mention. Uh, The first, I love the name, and that's pretty much the main reason I included it. Is called Give a Crepe. Well, that's a good uh, name. Yeah, I'm mainly including it for the name, but they're also well rated. Uh, looks to be a good breakfast stop. It's got a small type menu, um, but they what it looks like what they do, they do it well. Uh, they've got both savory and sweet crepes. Uh, my favorite listing on the menu is called the Donkey Kong, uh, which was a crepe that has sliced banana and strawberry on the inside, uh, drizzled with Nutella and a cinnamon caramel sauce. That's that's i think that's how i would uh make a donkey kong crepe yeah good on him that was good yep yep um next quick little shout will be federal hill smokehouse looks to kind of be a a good local barbecue place uh, as good as you can be not being in kansas city um and then uh, a restaurant which i i didn't know if it was misnamed or whatever but it's called local eat and pour and I loved men- seeing this too uh, on their website right now, as far as the pour goes right now, uh, they currently do not have a liquor license. So they, they've got a BYOB listed on their website. So you can bring oh. your drinks from home, I guess. That, I don't know how they get away with that. But That happened to Costa Bro and myself the other day. Yeah. We got, we got Mexican food out here in Kansas city in the next of Kansas. And yeah, they had some issues with their liquor license and just, and they had a big sign that said BYOB. Unfortunately, we didn't take advantage of it. We were already kind of there, but yeah, yeah. That's when I was drafting my uh, in the loop fantasy football team. That's one and three right now. Oh. I I did not know that was a thing restaurants could do though. So that's interesting. Yeah, me either. Uh, it's, it's pretty boss. Yeah, the more you know. Uh, and then as far as the eats, it's a, a southern style menu. They had a lot of good looking stuff on there. So yeah, that's the the eats of Erie. Sorry, I didn't mean to jump right past. Uh, one in three for the in loop podcast fantasy football league, huh? Yeah. So um, I think we've talked about this before, but I'm in the in loop fantasy football league, and uh, the loser of the league has to spend an entire day at Peppa Pig in Florida when it opens by yourself in a Daddy Pig t shirt. <laughs> and you have to vlog about it, and you have to hop on, um, you have to ride each of the rides that any ride that you're able to ride, you have to hop on it. Um, so. I'm going from winning the league to projected to lose the league right now. Damn. Um, so did you have like a major injury or something? A shitload of them. Yeah. Uh, uh, one one week I played Ryan Fitzpatrick and he got injured in the first quarter. Um, old have- Christian McCaffrey got uh, him on yeah. my team. Popped a hammy. Um, well, it was I told you he was hurt last year? What'd you expect? Well, week. You don't not pick him He's weak. when you got the first round pick, bro. You don't just you can't just not do that. I mean, and then I got like last week I had a fucking tight end pop his hammy in the first quarter. So it's just been rough, man. Just a high impact yeah. injuries in the first quarter. <laughs> so uh not looking great. If you need any help, man, hit me up. I'm still playing. There you go. Having some decent luck this year, but we'll see how it pans out. I'm just gonna milk that waiver wire for all it's worth. Yep. <laughs> so I will say, it. if you need a tight end, Dalton Schultz might be there. Whatever the guy's name is from Dallas, and mm. he's actually having a good year. There you go. 
Yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to make this into a fantasy football podcast. So, oh, it happens. Yeah. All right, so we're gonna move on to Buffalo. It's a guy on a buffalo. Girl on a buffalo. Buffalo. Kick your something about kicking a stick. I don't remember the words, but that was a great internet video of our high school years. Yeah. Good work. Anyway, work. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so how we're going to break down the rest of this. Buffalo kind of has a shitload of parks around it. So what we're going to do, we'll we'll highlight Darien Lake, and then we're going to like shoot up to Rochester, come back down to, um, you know, Niagara Falls area. So we'll focus right now on Buffalo. So theme park stud, the attractions expert of Buffalo. Uh, well, Buffalo, you know, do my research. Uh, sounds like there's there's really one thing to do. That's just a drink. <laughs> Which, I don't blame them. Shit, if I lived in Buffalo, I'll probably be doing that too. Um, but there's some pretty badass places to drink. And number one, I want to go. Like, I'm kind of mad we didn't look this up. Now, granted, we probably wouldn't be able to fit it in the day we had when we were in that area. But... Buffalo River Works. Um, this is a dope place. It kind of has it kind of has it all. Like it has zip lines. You do kayaking, rock climbing. They're even putting in a Ferris wheel soon. Like I think one of those like big kind of uh, touristy ones is here, like Gatlinburg or um, Branson or something like that. Um, pretty dope. And actually, the zip line you're on top of these uh, old like grain silos that they used to have. It's kind of a big thing in Buffalo, um, big blue collar city. And um, you zip line down. Co- a bunch of blue collar guys. Yeah, a bunch of blue collar guys. Um, you zip line through a a shark's mouth, essentially. And at, at Buffalo River Works, it's pretty much a brewery. And a brewery makes like the cereal beer. So, like, you can get like a Fruit Loops like flavor beer and stuff like that. So, it's pretty much like a one stop shop for just like a fun day of just doing random shit. And getting beer and probably getting drunk and fucked up if you want to. I think they have uh, um, some like uh, concerts there, and it just it's a good good ass time. I love that you're just like ziplining next to these silos that are themed to Labatt Blue. Yeah, just into a shark's mouth while you're yeah. canoeing under. Yeah, there's like six of them, and they paint them to Labatt Blue, like, and they call it the six pack. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, yeah, you, you definitely have to Google this place. It looks like. A place that shouldn't exist. Yeah. But I'm glad it does. <laughs> um, another interesting place, um, if you like history um, and you want to learn more about just Buffalo and the history of Buffalo, you can always take the Silo City vertical tours. Basically, it kind of breaks down what the main like manufacturing um, export that came out of Buffalo and you could kind of like go on these like inside these silos and they give you tours of them and you kind of learn the history of what, what they made essentially. So if you know that shit, you got that option. <laughs> but if you saw in the history buff and this kind of fits more of our listeners themes, um, there is a carousel museum. It's the Herschel carousel factory museum. Um, and uh, yeah, if you like carousels, which I feel like we just had a carousel museum in Ohio now yeah. we're in another one over here, well, this like one, two stops in a row. This one's unique because it's like a certain maker of carousel, and it's like where he made the carousels. Okay, yeah, it's 
they they re- they called it a carousel factory museum. The yeah. other one was just a carousel museum. So if you want to know how carousels are made, I would if you get a hard on for that, this is a spot for you. But if you just like carousels, you get a hard on just for carousels, you'll probably enjoy this, but you'll probably enjoy the other one better. But hey, might as well enjoy might as well go to both, enjoy both, double dip, if you know what I mean. <laughs> You talking about hard-ons for carousels reminds me of the time a carousel group came to World of Fun, and there was a guy that was totally horny for one of the one of the horses. Like he was like rubbing its underbelly. What? Like, while he was riding? No way! For no real? Goal. I was like, I was like operating it. I was like, what the fuck is this? Was <laughs> about the Grand Carousel? Yeah. 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 There's a, there's a carousel group out there, and they're all very very old. And very, very into horny. carousel horses, very horny. They're <laughs> the horny boys, is <laughs> what I call them. Yikes. <laughs> anyway, but really, the last thing to really do, um, that's kind of big things, but really, um, they kind of call Buffalo the other New York City that never sleeps because, um, they have a crazy nightlife, um, a lot of places to go out there different types of style bars. There's also a lot of great food. Chef Jeff's going to nail that. So I'm not even going to get into that. But a lot of bars are open to 4.30 a.m. Like, you know, that's that's just crazy to think of. So Just in time to start your day. Yeah, exactly. So Blue collar life, baby. Again, yeah. So like, <laughs> like basically Buffalo, you're just there to see some carousel factories, maybe see some silos. Zip line over some and get fucked up. That's Buffalo. That Bills Mafia put you through a table. Yeah. <laughs> You're probably going to be getting fucked up with all the Bills Mafia folk. Dude, if you're going to eat any food in Buffalo, make sure you're not eating it on a white table. Because that's just fair game. Yeah. White folding table. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> probably the top selling city for white folding tables. Good for them. Yeah. Now, uh, I heard they're famous for their um, pizza rolls here. Yeah, Yeah, that's the thing they're famous for. Yeah. Uh, I I think there's a, what is there, a food that might have buffalo in the name, but it's just, it's on the tip of my tongue, but I can't remember. I can't either. Uh, Oh, oh, I think I know what it is. It's buffalo wings. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's it. I swear it was pizza rolls. Buffalo uh, wings? That doesn't make sense. I know. There's no chickens around there. If uh, if you're wanting to hit the place where they were uh, credited with being born, Anchor Bar's your place. They've got multiple locations. And actually, I was uh, looking at their site. They're kind of spread through the U.S. a little bit now. Oh. But uh, mainly in Buffalo, uh, home of the Buffalo wings. So it's kind of worth just to say you had it at the original place for such a prominent American food. So, yeah, Anchor Bar. Uh, that is, next- yeah, that's like the go-to. Anytime anybody ever says anything about Buffalo, go to Anchor Bar. I'm going to, and I may maybe catching catching some flack for the disrespect a little later, but we'll, we'll cross that bridge hands. when we get there. Oh, my God. You're not going to disrespect Buffalo, are you? No, 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 not Buffalo. I was going to say the, the guy on the <laughs> Buffalo is going to be coming your way I know, that's to fine. beat your ass. We all got to go sometime. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, the, the next will be there's so there's a 
Coaster Bro reached out to a friend and got some of these recommendations. So this is kind of what I'm operating on. And another, my friend is the uh, biggest Buffalo guy of all time, living in like Kansas City. So um, I blindly trust these. I didn't even read it, but blindly trust these recommendations, please. Yeah, yeah, and that's uh, kind of where I am right now. It's telephone games, so I'm doing my best to uh, do these justice. <laughs> uh, but for the so it's. Beef on Weck, I might be mispronouncing that because it looks to be a German thing. Uh, the Weck being short for uh, the bread is, I'm going to butcher the shit out of this. Uh, Kumulweck or Weck, <laughs> Kumulweck. I don't know, but it's Beef on Weck. So it's basically a roast beef sandwich. Uh, it's a big deal up there. Uh, looks like the place to get it. Open uh, since 1837. It's called Schwebel's. Apologies if I mispronounced that as well, but rolling with it. Uh, You're gonna get your lovely. ass beat. Just so yeah, you know, like that's fine. Buffalo people are tough. Yeah, and I am not. So, <laughs> but yeah, uh, that that looks to be the place to hit up if you're wanting wanting to give the beef on whack a go. Uh, the last place I've got highlighted for Buffalo is Lenova Pizza, uh, which actually turns out to be the official pizza of the Buffalo Bills, Sabers, and Bisons. And I'm not about to question oh. Bill's Mafia on their taste in pizza. Wow, look at them. Just like, we're going to get every major sports team, and we're going to be the official pizza of that. Yeah. I don't know if it's like, I didn't follow up to see if like it's an actual contractual obligation, but it's on their sites, and I'm inclined to believe them. The pizza looked good, though. What's uh, what what's it on one bite? Shit, I, yeah, I just realized I need to look it up. What's the name of it? Uh, Lenova, L-A-N-O-V-A, with a space between La and Nova. Lenova. Lenova and Buffalo. Oh, Dave Portnoy has been here. He gave it a 7-3. One Bite Nation gives it a 7-2. So pretty consistent. Good local pizza. Is that a good rating on the One Bite? Yeah, I was going to say that's pretty yeah. solid, isn't it? That's like game? a 7-2, a 7-3. You're basically like, don't go out of your way for this. But if you're in the neighborhood, get it. Above average. Yeah. Like slightly. I think you said like high sixes was average. Yeah. Okay. Seven. Like once you get into the sevens, it's good. Okay. Like real good. Like you should eat it. Like a B, B minus. Yeah. Let me get this. Uh, it's a good you, app. I don't know why you're not on it. I need to. I rank every pizza I eat, bro. By the way, just yeah. give a plug to myself. If you're on the one bite app, follow Coaster, bro. I'm on there. That happened after the show. But yeah, um, at four that's, followers, that's, I need more. That's Buffalo food. Uh, Am I one of them? That's a great question. It won't let me click the followers. I used to be. I used to have one bite. Oh really? Yeah. I'm installing it now, so I don't have a reason to forget. This is all the listeners. All the listeners, download the One Bite app. Oh, I've got it already. Apparently. Yeah. So Jeff, I use this that. every time I'm in a city. And it usually leads you doesn't lead you wrong. All right. Oh yeah, I'm on here. Hold on. How, so let me follow you. You're on as Coaster Bro? Yep. No, I don't want restaurant name. I'll deal with this later. Okay. Listeners, don't, don't deal with this later. Take care of this now. If you're driving, yeah. like pull <laughs> the fuck if over. You're driving. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Coaster bro. 
because I followed Stool Presidente apparently. I think you. I think that's automatic. He's. I mean, Stool oh, Presidente. Okay. He's. The, he's the creator of this. So it's. So it's like when you get a MySpace and you're automatically friends with Tom. How do you I follow so. people? All right, so I'm. I'm now following Coaster Bro on One Bite. Oh. What? Jeff. Jeff. You just type in Coaster Bro into the search bar. I, it wasn't in the original search bar. I had to let me go back. I had to click on. I have five so followers map. now. There's map at the bottom. There's three options. There's watch map. And wait, how do you have three? Oh, wait, you had four. And then I clicked on watch, and then it says search people at the top. Oh. So there you go. Anyway, do you have? 7.2 to 7.3 for Lenova Pizza. There you go. You ranked Minsky's pretty high. Me? Yeah. Big I like Minsky's fan. But I rank it. 7.8. 7.8. That's pretty. That's like it's like the best some of the best pizza in Kansas City. For Francisco's, you gave a 4.8. Francisco's sucked. All right. Let's move on to uh Darien Lake history. If you got any of that, Jeffra. Yeah, I got that. Jeffra. Uh so I learned a thing that Darien Lake is actually a man-made lake was excavated and filled in 1954. No way. Uh, it was a uh, popular swimming spot for years, and in 1964, investor Paul Snyder bought some of the land for the purpose of campground and picnic areas. He continued buying and developing the surrounding area, bringing in rides and attractions along the way until it became a full-blown amusement park, which he branded Darien Lake Fun Country. Good name. Yep. So another uh, interesting bit of trivia that I did not know before today. Uh, <laughs> Snyder actually had a deal with Huss Rides, making Darien Lake the North American showcase for new rides the manufacturer was producing. Oh, so, like a showroom floor. Yeah, pretty much. That's cool. Um, I didn't know and that. And then in uh, 1983, Snyder sold to Funtime Inc., which at the time also owned Geauga Lake, shout out, and Wyandotte Lake Park. <laughs> Dropping fun country from the name. Why? Why the fuck would you ever drop fun country from the name? Right. Uh, and then uh, they uh, they invested a lot uh, in into the park for the short time they had it. They only had it for twelve years, uh, and then a chain or a series of ownership changes, uh, where we would see the park bought by Premier Parks, Hershend, Premier again. And then I guess after Six Flags split from Premier, they bought it in 2018. So, yeah, that's uh, the abbreviated Darien Lake history. We'll say when you look at that history of back and forth, back and forth, back and forth ownership, you trash, cuz. Yeah, you can really feel it like when you're in the park because you can walk in, you feel that Hershen vibe. And like you hang oh, wait, right, wait, 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 wait. Like hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Before you even walk in, let's talk about the parking lot. Let's talk about it. Trash. Like you literally <laughs> was like, it was just gravel, and then it was just like grass. We parked in the grass. It is like a campsite, bro. Yeah. Until you get to the front gate. And then you have that kind of six flags feel. Six flags feel. Then you walk in. And it's kind of pretty. Yeah. And then, like, once you get past, I guess you could call it the main street, you take a right and it's just like SLC, 
uh, shitty arrow coaster, um, you're a fighter, midway games. Yeah. <laughs> it is a weird vibe. And then the kitty area is like moose on the loose and kind of a nice themed kitty area. It's, it's a very confusing park. So we'll hop into the ride lineup a little bit here. No identity. No identity. No true identity. And everything has like one train, but it's a Six Flags park. And like you've got like Man of Steel that used to be Superman, but then the IP was dropped. So you just have the shell of a Six Flags park. And Six Flags bought it again and just kept it as Man of Steel. <laughs> it's just, it's a mess. Um, okay, so the first coaster to highlight is a coaster that we actually skipped. The Boomerang, 1998, Vacoma Boomerang. Trash. <laughs> All right, then you got Hoot and Holler, the 1981 Zaire family coaster, which when we were there, um, I don't know if the train was in pieces, but it looks like it had been closed for a very long time and was not operating, I remember. Then you have Mighty Racer. You can almost call it a premiere ride here. Uh, the SLC in 1997. Trash. Trash. Okay. Keep it moving. <laughs> 2008, you got the motor coaster from Zamperla. Not trash. Doesn't yeah, that was kind of fun. Kind of fun. I remember we were able to just hold a conversation through the whole ride. Yeah. Which was kind of funny. Um, so not like intense or anything, but enjoyable. Yeah. Um, I would say... It. I would say it's one of my favorite rides there. Yeah, it was one of the better ones. And to go the exact opposite route, Predator, um, 1990 Den Corporation ride. Um, it like almost it pretty much injured my wife. Yeah, like it really did. Like it she fucked was, up her back. Yeah, she was not having a good day after that. No, it hurt her very badly. Um. That ride's interesting because it has like some voyage trains for some reason. Um, <laughs> that, that that ride, I think they've done some work to it, but that should have been the number one candidate for an RMC coaster because the park needs some sort of relevant good coaster. Um, and that ain't it. Predator ain't it. I'll yeah. never ride Predator again. I have no reason to ever ride it again. Don't ride it, folks. Don't ride it, folks. Okay, the park highlight. You got 1999. Ride of Steel Intamin Hypercoaster. My 400th roller coaster. Whoop. And I, I would say it's the best ride in the park. Yeah, hands down. Um, how would you rank it amongst like hypercoasters, theme park stud? Would you say it's mid-tier, upper tier? I'll say mid-tier. I think yeah. that's that's equal or it's a it's kind of a weird layout because you drop and then you just go into some helixes there's some hills my favorite part's the straight bit over the lake yeah unnecessarily long straight bit crazy (laughs) ejector airtime that's for damn sure at the end yeah at the end yeah it just kind of turns into like a really good hypercoaster at the end after that long bit so it's, it's a confusing ride but the uniqueness of it is pretty special and I say uniqueness. Uh, the ride was then cloned and put to Six Flags America, but this was the OG, and it's pretty unique. So I'm going to call it unique. <laughs> and then you got two more coasters. You got the 2018 Eurofighter Tantrum, which is a very small, compact, 
Eurofighter. Very much a budget coaster. And it was solid. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, I think it had lap bars only. And it's it's a quick ride, but you got to ride it. Yeah, we almost uh, had to wait 45 minutes for it. But almost. We only had to wait 15. Only 15. I thought it was going to be a 45-minute wait for sure on that thing. Instead, it was like a 45-minute for the next coaster, Viper, which was just <laughs> running one train, the classic arrow looping coaster. Did it suck? I don't remember it like sucking, but I don't remember it being good. I just remember after the wait, it sucked. Like yeah. it, just, it wasn't bad ride, but it was just like, I'm really waiting this long for this. Like, I'm glad I did it, but mm-hmm. meh. That was um the experience that, that, for me wasn't there. And that's like when you wait in that line, it feels like six flags. Like when you're in that queue station, it's just gross. Yeah. And like compact, and you're just like crammed in with people, and you just like want to get on the ride, but they're running one train. It's like, why? Why is Darien Lake like this? Yeah. <laughs> that's kind of that experience. Um some other attractions they do have uh this is kind of a local place to go for like camping and kind of having a weekend uh, with your family and that sort of thing so they do have camping um concerts are actually a huge draw as well they actually have a pretty legit concert lineup whenever concerts are rolling um if i ever go back to this park i actually think i would want to do it with a concert because there wouldn't be a lot of rides that I'd want to re-ride, but I would like to see this park kind of at its top potential and uh, just kind of see some life in it and to see if like that changes my opinion on it. Um, you've also got a pretty good small water park with um, one thing that Six Flags actually does a really good job of is making sure that they put like nice slides into their Six Flags water parks, and that's one thing that this park has benefited from. They don't get a lot of new rides, but their water slide collection for like a very small water park is actually pretty solid. And then you have Moose on the Loose, which we did not ride, but it is adorable. Um, you go around very adorable. On, this, on this moose that is just on a loose. There's like audio playing. It's going Moose, Moose, Moose on the Loose, and you're just riding this moose that's on the loose. It's a kitty ride, but highly recommend you ride it, even though we did not. And then uh, the last thing, I, I bring this up because I think it exists. I put fascination question mark. Yeah, I was so mad when he told me this after the fact. But I wonder yeah. if it does exist or not. So I couldn't find it anywhere on the Six Flags website. But fascination is one of our favorite games to play at amusement parks. We've played it at Indiana Beach. I've played it many times at Knobles. And I didn't find out until we left that I think there is a fascination part out here. But I couldn't find it anywhere. Is this, this isn't the place where we walked into a fascination building. That was uh, Waldemere. Okay. Was it? No, 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 never mind. Wow, whoa, wait, not even close. That was Lagoon. That's right. Lagoon did that to us. It's like, oh. wait, do they have, oh, they don't have fascination. No, no, that was, yeah. Way off, way off. But if they have fascination there, go find it and do it. Anyways, there's your ride and attraction offerings. You have enough there to kind of make a good day out of it, especially if you went on a concert day. Real Um, real quick, can confirm fascination does exist there. Where's does it say where it's at? Hang on, I know that's 
kind of tough to figure out. It's on so that page that I visit uh, a lot. Negative G. Yeah. Shout out to Paul. Good dude. Paul. I'm trying to see if he you're was... just like digging through the negative G like trip report right now. Really... I'll, I'll send you the link for it. <laughs> okay. But, um, I'll try to figure it out while you're talking about food. Yeah, works for me. Um, bear with me a sec. Oh, you're good. <clears throat> so good. So good. All right. It's a visit from 2012. So depends on when you may, may, may not be there anymore, but at least in 2012, it was there. So I bet it's still um, there. All right. Kicking Nine off Darian Lake Jesus. food. All right. He's got a, if, if you have like time he to d- kill, I highly recommend going through his, he, he takes such a fantastic, like, I, I love the takes he puts together of his, of his visits. They're very personalized and lots of good pictures. So you can see like what the park was like at the time of asking. And I, I think that's really important, especially when we get 20 years or so down the line and you're craving some nostalgia. So it's true. Like they do a really, it's like an old school, like forum. Like when you go on and you just post all your pictures and just tell your story. It's kind mm-hmm. of fun. I think it's on the main street of like, when you walk in is where fascination mm-hmm. is or was. Okay. So, well, hey, uh, Darien Lake food. I'll uh, kick it off by saying there is uh, a location of Anchor Bar in Darien Lake. It's called Frank and Teresa's Anchor Bar. So, if you can't spend long in Buffalo but want the wings, you can get the wings at the park. I don't Dude, know how I was, good they'll be, but I like was remember theme park said we were standing there and I was like, yep. I, I want to try these wings, but I don't want to spend $30 on them. <laughs> and then we ended up not doing it and then i was like oh we'll just hit up anchor bar and then we didn't i was like god damn it <laughs> fucked up and didn't have anchor bar I was in buffalo but now we just gotta go back yeah um the other one uh another one is uh beaver brothers lakeside cafe it's gonna be cafeteria nice. style with offerings for all meals and i'm good with the cafeteria style food that's that's good uh park grub can we rename the coaster cousins to the beaver bros i'm good for it all right cool uh and then the last one for for us is uh the busted busted barrel saloon get your adult beverage fix satisfied here with local craft beers as well as domestics not bad we we went there right to the busted barrel did we get a beer while we were there i thought we did we needed one I'm pretty sure we got one when we were there. Okay. Then, yes, we've been there, Jeff. They have delicious cold beer. Locally brewed, crafted. Holy craft. Holy craft. Holy craft. All right. So is that our closing thoughts on Darien Lake? Yeah, it's trash. It's trash. (laughs) No, I mean, it's, again, if if you're in that area, do it. Other than that, have to. Yeah, other than that, I mean I lack I was, the credit, so I have to at some point. I was talking when you stepped away, theme park stud. Like I think the only way I go back is if there's like a good concert. Yeah, I heard what you said. Okay. I don't know if you'd agree with that. I wouldn't go on my way just to go to a concert there. True. Yeah, that's I mean, I if it just happens to be that and like I had to if I had to change my trip around by like a day or two just to accommodate a concert. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm not going to create a trip around that just for a concert. 
You can be one of those people who collects football stadiums and go see the Bills while they're actually good. Yeah, I'm go. not one of those people. All right. I mean, I'll go, but I got to hit the park, so. He does. I'll go with you, bro. All right. I'm going to give it another chance. Well, when's right. the park close? It's probably going to be closed soon, pretty soon. They do Fright Fest because they'd, they'd announced that when uh, we were there, I think. Oh, yeah. Big deal. So. Yeah. So they just extended their season. So they, they operate through October. Nice. Not bad at all. All right. Uh, we're going to highlight the next park. This is a park that none of us have been to, but I really want to go to now that I kind of looked at it. I don't know if you have any history on Seabreeze, Jeff. I sure do. <laughs> oh, I'm giving guy. everybody the respect they deserve. Yeah, I got some uh, I got some history for Seabreeze, giving all the parks the, the respect they deserve. Uh, Seabreeze began uh, life as, you guessed it, for all the other freaking parks in the area, as a picnic ground. Fuck. God damn. <laughs> Love serving picnics. a few other purposes as well, but got 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 its start to life in 1879. Uh, no rides joined the property until 1903 when a figure eight roller coaster was added. There was some stuff on the fringe areas, but I won't count that since it wasn't on property uh, before that. But uh, the park added its centerpiece carousel in 1915, which made it all the way to 1994 when it was destroyed in a fire. Uh, the the carousel that replaced it did does have four horses that survived the fire from the original so that's kind of a neat little piece of trivia uh and then the park added a number of classics and coasters that are still there today which is a good thing for an amusement park to have so yes and one thing about this park you're gonna find some history (laughs) it's just laced in history whether it's the damn horses on the carousel or just their coaster collection in general so we'll hop into the ride highlights. Uh, let's see. 1997, you saw Bear Tracks, the Myler family coaster coming in 1997. Which is just your family, Myler. Great name for a coaster, by the way, Bear Tracks. Nothing cuter than Bear Tracks. Can you think of anything? Nope. Baby Bear Tracks? Yeah, that, that would be cuter. We need to send him a letter. All right. Uh, the next one, actually a really unique roller coaster, is called Bobsleds. If you guys haven't seen this, I do recommend like looking it up on RCDB. Uh, it's 1954 and just built in-house. It's like a hybrid. So you've got a wood structure and like steel track, and the park just decided to build this on their own. It's pretty lit. And it's appropriately just named bobsleds. What's up? You sit in, I think, two. It's like two. Oh, you fit four in a car. Yeah. Looks like a wooden roller coaster, but is not. And it's just a bobsled. So it's, it's one I want to get on for sure. All right. Next coaster, you got the 1920 classic Jack Rabbit. John Myler wooden coaster. What you're talking 1920s? This thing's this thing's 101 years old, guys. Ah, uh, damn. Uh, damn, that's an old ass coaster. They run with Morgan trains. There's a tunnel. It's a classic. So, like when I'm looking at this, man, it's starting to remind me of Waldemere a little bit, but with a classic coaster instead of a gravity group. Uh, the last coaster is what I guess another reason why I say this: a 2004 
Mauer spinning coaster, the exact same clone that you see at Waldemir. So you got four coasters. You got some classics here. It's just a very similar vibe. Other attractions, basically Waldemir's flat rides, they have that collection. So Seabreeze, it's basically East Waldemir. That is my book report <laughs> on Seabreeze. Yeah. yeah. And there's a splash world. There's a, there's a water park, just like Waldemir. Nice. Um, kind of almost wish if we could do Buffalo again that we did this park instead of Darien Lake. Because I, I love like Waldemir. Nice peaceful day. Yeah. Next time we go back, we're going to go zip line into that shark's mouth <laughs> and we're going to Seabreeze. Getting fucked up. <laughs> Get fucked up. <sighs> and this is in Rochester, by the way. So it's a little bit uh, northeast of Buffalo. Um, I don't think we're highlighting any area food or attractions because you're probably going to go zip line into the shark's mouth or go to Darien Lake. So, yeah, um, they do have some food though to highlight potentially. Yep, I got it. There we go. We got uh, the aptly named Sea Breeze Grill, which Ooh. is going to have all your uh, all the park regulars on a large menu suited to fill many cravings. So, your burgers, dogs, chicken, pizza, etc. Is that many cravings or is that all the exact same craving? Depends on the day. Okay. Yeah. yeah you fair. don't get you don't get my uh, my frame without having those kinds of days. <laughs> it's a commitment, uh, damn it. Right. <laughs> uh, the next next on the list is the walkaway tacos and subs, which probably has to be the weirdest named anything. For a park food I've ever heard. It's pretty funny. Oh, pretty weird. Um, you okay, man? Yeah. I just want to make a comment. <laughs> okay. Thanks. Good, good comment. Thank you. It's uh it's pretty much all in the name what they've got. Walk away to tacos and subs, but they'll throw you a curveball because they also have empanadas and salads. Get the fuck so, out of uh, here. Yeah. They do get every craving. Right. Uh last on the list, <laughs> they're Whoever's doing the naming at this park is just killing it because this one's called Pizza and More. <laughs> like the name uh, suggests, there's pizza and there's more. Oh, more. Uh, the more being cheese sticks, chips, cookie salads, and frozen beverages. So that's Ooh, the park food for Seabreeze. Frozen margaritas? No, not adult beverages Fuck. like ices and shenanigans. Bring your own vodka. B-Y-O-V. <laughs> All right. So there's your little highlight of Seabreeze Amusement Park. I think definitely check this out. I'm kind of sad we skipped it. But these things happen. Uh, another park we skipped at the time was called, I think, like Martin's Fantasy Island or some shit. So this park closed for COVID. Um, kind of the backstory on this Apex Parks owned this place. We drove by it, theme park said. It's right before the border, right after the border because we were coming from Canada. Yeah. And uh, we were driving by. I was like, holy shit, it's just off this exit. We could jump off and get like three credits. Let's keep it moving. We got a waterfall to see, damn it. So I know we had already seen it at that point. We didn't want to wait 45 minutes for the Eurofighter. That's what it was. Um, but they have like a CCI roller coaster. I'll go ahead and just highlight it real quick. 
I don't even know if I put oh, I did put some notes down. Silver Comet has a nineteen ninety nine CCI. I've heard it's good. I've heard it's not great. I've heard it's not bad. Just good. Maybe like a six eight if it was a pizza. Um, that's the only coaster that exists there because before Apex closed this park, they moved every like portable ride and coaster to a park in California because they're dickheads. Okay. And thought this was going to die forever, but Gene Staples bought it, of all people, the guy that bought Indiana Beach. It's like, fuck it, I'll just buy this thing, and he's going to revitalize it. So, Shouldn't he finish fixing Indiana Beach before he puts all his eggs <laughs> in another basket? Dude, he's finding all these coasters, though. I mean, he's got that Come Mexican on, death Gene. trap he's putting in. Did you hear he's putting <laughs> in a, he's putting in a galaxy roller coaster again? The ride that they took out. That was in between the slides is building that right now. So there might be two new coasters next year. Who knows? Um, but I don't know. I'm, I'm excited that the park is getting some new life. Maybe it'll uh, get the love it deserves. I don't know. It doesn't seem like there's a lot of potential there, but the area is good. You're, you're right by a major tourist destination. So there's got to be some value in that. So we'll see how that goes. But this is one of the few parks that, this one was closed. So the next part we're going to bring up actually saw a tweet today from Hyde from in the loop. I think he retweeted something saying that Marine land, by the time you hear this episode on Tuesday might be sold and closed. <laughs> so we're recording this on like a, a week in advance. Um, I think the news is supposed to happen by this weekend. If they're going to be closing or they'll be open you'll know by the time you hear this um, but we're just going to pretend like it's open and highlight the park but this is weird because we have a park that has been closed already and is reopening and then we have potentially two parks going away from this area uh, a lot of parks but like i guess just not quality uh, but what's kind of unique about marine land it's on the canada side so this will be our first canadian park and it is very close. You got advertisements within that Niagara Falls area, and Marineland is one of those. But let's highlight the attractions first at Niagara Falls, and then we'll follow up with food and then get into Marineland. Is there anything to do in Niagara Falls? There is. <laughs> Thank you for asking. You're so, funny story about Niagara Falls. Uh, Coaster Bro hates Niagara Falls. <laughs> <laughs> funny story. It's actually you one of it. his lows of our entire trip when we went through Niagara Falls, um, which is kind of crazy because it's one of the most beautiful things you're ever going to experience in your life. Hey. You... hey it's like weird. I, I didn't like how it was hard to find somehow. We parked and we couldn't figure out how to get to it. <laughs> Well, because we're working, it's, like it's a big fucking waterfall. How can we not figure this out? Yeah. Well, obviously, know. the obvious choice in Niagara Falls is to do is to see Niagara Falls. Mm. Now, there's there's so much that goes into that when it just just watching a, a waterfall. I mean, not only just going to that to kind of see what the waterfall is, but there's a lot of side things you could do. Um, a good place to go just to get a good headshot view of it. Or, I don't know if headshot, but like good like head-on view of it is going to the Rainbow International Bridge. Um, we drove over this bridge, actually, Costa Bro, mm. when we were driving through. 
but there is a pedestrian walkway there so you kind of get a distance view of the of the whole falls we can kind of see it from that distance and then you can kind of make your way closer um so there's also um different things you could do within the falls itself um there's the cave of the winds which mm-hmm. is like a experience you kind of go through those wooden walkways next to niagara falls so you kind of get close but not obviously not too close we're going to get actually washed into it and stuff <laughs> <laughs> that would be a bad day um, if that happened um and then of course there's the boat tours you could get on that actually take you like in there and we've all we've all seen on like on tv and stuff especially the famous office episode of when jim and pam get married uh when they get onto the boat and they're wearing like the um um what do you call those things ponchos ponchos yeah (laughs) (laughs) drawing a blank there and uh and they kind of get on it and just get soaked with that so there's just a lot of cool nature things you can do around niagara falls big history of it we even saw a beaver while we were there Uh, remember the beaver that was a nice beaver yeah this is a beaver chilling so i mean it, it's pretty cool we could do there. Um, but at the end of the day, Niagara Falls is just, it's pretty much just a big tourist trap. I mean, it's very similar to like a Branson or a Gat- or um, Pigeon Forge, not very Gatlinburg. Um, not enough more, moonshine. Yeah, more Pigeon Forge, <laughs> uh, you know, Orlando, but not, not Disney Universe Orlando, more like the iDrive version of Orlando. Uh, just has a bunch of just random stuff to do. But it's fun. I mean, there's a really cool aquarium that's there um, that you could definitely check out as well. So if you want to, I feel like every time we have one of these episodes, we always mention the aquarium. <laughs> well, it's, yeah, it's kind of a city thing to do. Yeah, it's kind of, kind of. Is there a Ripley's? There's a Ripley's, aquarium? believe it or not. Yes. Okay. Um, there's a bunch of casinos. So if you're big into casinos, there's some on the Canada side and there's some on the American side. So you could definitely check out both ends of it um there's mini golf it's again at the end of the day it's just a big family touristy area um, but one of the coolest things that all coaster nerds need to check out is the burger king in niagara falls uh <laughs> this burger king has kind of like a haunted attraction walkthrough thing you got to go through and at the top of it there's a kitty coaster so yes you can get your impossible whoppers and you can also get a credit while you're there Hell yes! This yeah, this actually is looking Burger King. Like I, just I know, that. right? <laughs> I mean, it doesn't have a lot of competition, but it's still impressive. <clears throat> and there's a coaster credit on top of it. I know it, it's just pretty cool. So we probably just took all your food highlights, Jeff. With that Burger <laughs> King, I didn't even have that listed. I honestly, I didn't know about it. Until... Damn shame theme park stud mentioned it but uh, yeah i mean that's pretty much what there is to do niagara falls is big obviously the big tourist attraction is niagara falls so a lot of stuff is catered to that so you could definitely do a lot around that but there's also a lot of like you know little small things to do that's family fun as well um some of the some of the casinos and hotels have pools inside that are fun nothing crazy about a water park that i didn't see um but there could be one out there that i missed so Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Well, what about the food over there? Yeah, we got some food. Um, I'll kick it off with uh, the Griffin Brewery and Gastro Pub. They've got lots of excellent looking grub and a great place for brews if we're feeling like uh, 
drowning out all the tourist attractions and some beer. <laughs> we are. Yeah. Uh, next one will be the, the breakfast spot. It's called the Market Side. Pretty uh, excellent. There, a lot of the pictures that I saw, pretty fresh looking food. So, not oh. not to like a lot of breakfast places you might hit where the everyone likes fresh food. Yeah, especially where pictures the, well, of fresh food. Apparently not because people still go to Waffle House. So I, mean, oh, I go to Waffle House. I love unnecessary Waffle House. jab. What are you doing, House. What the fuck man? was that about? Why did you say IHOP? What the hell is this about? Because that Denny's. Because that something else. Not fucking Waffle House. I love Waffle House. I I should say that, but it's uh. Yeah. So if anybody's gonna try and defend the quality, if anybody if anybody is trying to defend the quality of the food at Waffle House, I mean, I actually I think Waffle House is pretty good. I think it's pretty quality, good food. If they make it right in front of you, like Jesus Christ, I mean. Yeah, there and might be a little bit of sweat in there, some, some hair, <laughs> maybe some blood from some bite breaking out in the kitchen. But hey, did you not see that Anthony Bourdain episode of the Waffle House where he gets that maple pecan pancake? Not pancake, waffle. And uh, he eats that shit and he says, like, the best food he's ever had. You don't remember that? You don't remember that? Don't remember that? Well, anyway, that was the market side. <laughs> no, I don't remember that. Hmm. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to all my listeners, all of our listeners. Sorry. Now I'm claiming the show. Apparently I'm just digging myself a hole here. It's about to get worse because I'm about to have the whole of Buffalo after me. Oh yeah, you are. Uh, Last place I'm mentioning, it's got uh, locations both in Buffalo, if I saw correctly, and Niagara, but we're going to highlight it in Niagara as Duff's famous wings. Now, personally, based on the images that I saw, these wings look way better than the ones at uh, Anchor Bar, personally. Oh, my God. Mm. Yeah, but they don't carry the clout of being first. So, otherwise, they've got excellent bar food. But uh, if I'm coming here, it's for the wings. And I wonder would... if Buffalo people, like, fuck with that and would say that what you just said, though. Yeah. Like, famous for Anchor Bar, but really. Because that's, that's like, how it is. Like, you go to Minneapolis and you get, like, a, a Juicy Lucy. Like, you, like where'd you go? And you'll be like the yeah. five eight club or Matt Bars, and they'll be like, Matt's bar sucks. You should go to this other place that has better juicy Lucy's. I mean, when That's I get like, okay. people people from Springfield recommendations coming up to Kansas City, I'd never say Kansas City Joe's. Well, that's your own damn fault, and that's a fucking yeah. Yeah, they're like you have no taste up fourth or fifth about Waffle uh, House barbecue list. But. We're gonna we're about to pull you Chef Jeff titles. And- yeah, yeah. you're about fine. to be sous chef Jeff. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty actually pretty clever, and I'm proud <laughs> you, for that. Yeah, you're about to get you. demoted to just telling us about park food. We'll figure out the rest of the food. This is gonna be uh, Jeff does dishes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, I'll I'll get on fixing the Instagram handle tonight. <laughs> Works for me. All right. Well, thanks for highlighting the food, even though you fucked up. You oh, definitely yeah. missed one though. Ooh, what did I miss? miss? Uh. Tim Hortons. I mean, <laughs> we are technically in Canada right We're now. We're technically in Canada. You got to get the McDonald's <laughs> of Canada in there. So, my my bad to to Logan. Uh, didn't mean to miss Timmy's. We Apologies. definitely we definitely hit Timmy Hortons. Like I had a Timmy Hortons cup in my hand at the falls. Yeah, we hit that in Niagara Falls. We hit that in Toronto. Anytime we saw Tim Hortons, we were like, let's hit it. But then we were in America, which there was some in America. We were Still like, in Buffalo. Nah, it's not the same anymore. <laughs> it's not. It doesn't hit the same. 
All right. Well, do you have any history of Marineland? I'm sure it's very dark if you do. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I do have a sweet story in the middle of it. Oh, cool. Uh, but uh, Marineland opened in 1961 as Marine Wonderland and Animal Farm. Oh. The initial animal roster was three sea lions. <laughs> and they called it the Animal Farm? Yeah. Feature, oh. at least if I was reading this right, but that's that's the way it read. So uh, they had an underwater show with those sea lions uh, and an opportunity to feed those sea lions. <laughs> an early incident in the park's history worth mentioning, uh, and this is in quotes, uh, in 1963, a trained sea lion named Jeff Jeff actually isn't actually his name escaped from Marine Wonderland and made it to the Niagara River and went over the falls. Uh, There was a a reward of $50 Canadian offered and an organized helicopter search to uh, try and bring this sea lion back. The seal was recaptured a few days later in Queenston where it was found sunning itself with a teenager named Tommy Haynes who was given the reward. Whoa, it uh, survived that fall? Yeah, apparently. Jesus. So, uh, the park added more animals along the way, including orcas in 1971. It was home to a number of animal rights controversies over the years. Uh, the park also started adding rides, but the rides weren't allowed to be open last year. Uh, so, uh, the park operated in a diminished capacity. Canada was weird. Yeah. There was lots and lots and lots of uh, problematic stories we could be here for a while if I started to read through them. So, yeah, not the best. Are they just kind of like animal abuse stories, basically? Uh, that or injuries mm. to like employees and stuff because yeah. of animals. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah, we'll go ahead and skip that part. Yeah, this place might not be open by the time you hear this anyway. So, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. Um, I'll cover the rides. It's very short. In their offerings, there's not a whole lot here, but you have the Dragon Mountain, the 1983 Arrow Looper, which is basically the crown jewel of this park. The only reason coaster enthusiasts even like bat their eye at this place is for this unique Arrow Looper. So, like, if Marine Land goes, this is probably the only thing anybody's ever gonna miss. Uh, it's unique because it it kind of uses the mountain terrain. And it kind of feels like a mine train with loops. That uh, was kind of what I've heard it described as. So kind of a shame to see it potentially go. But then again, we were in the area and I was not about to pay $50 to get this credit. Because the, the, um, the ticket price is pretty steep for what they have to offer. Um, they also have a Ladybug coaster, 1979 Zaire family coaster. And there are other attractions. Um, one that you can see from the falls, you have the Sky Screamer Drop Tower. So if you stand at the fall, you kind of look beyond the falls. You can see the SNS Towers, which is kind of funny. You're like, oh, there it is. It's right there. They have a small flat ride collection that's actually kind of decently themed for what you would expect at Marineland. And then you got some zoo, some aquariums, some shows. That's 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 my highlight. Um, their food offering looks terrible. What was it? Uh, 
<laughs> they do a really poor job of listing what food is available on their websites. Uh, they ha- they the highlight they highlighted bottled water. Yeah. Yeah, six. <laughs> they highlight six foods, and it's like ice cream cones. Hey. Ice cream. Hey. Um. No, it's six like ice cream and ice waffle. cream are two of them. <laughs> well, no, one of them's ice cream, and one of them is just waffle cone. Mm. <laughs> and so, then you have to buy the cone separate. But you yes. buy the ice cream first, they just put it in your hand. <laughs> <laughs> and then like it highlights soda and bottled water. Ugh. Now I do know they have a restaurant inside. Uh, but again, the they don't do anything to highlight it on their website. So and it was real that. weird getting there too. Uh like it was I did there wasn't even like a food section listed um for anybody that's wanting to like look at the park online. Uh, I had to get this pulled up again. I'm pretty was, sure I had to Google Marineland food to get yeah. there. We kind of low key. We kind of was... low key almost went here though. We kind of like very little considered it. Yeah, because it would be it would literally be a 30 minute stop, go in and ride it and leave. It was just like I don't think we would want to pay for the ticket. It was just like eh. That's what it was. Yeah, we much. saw the ticket price. Yeah. So in order to find the food, like I was milling around the site, I should have Googled it, but I didn't. Uh, you have to highlight plan a visit, click on amenities, which is not what I would think food would be <laughs> under, uh, and then click on food services, and then you get very oh minimal. Okay, they have it in a paragraph. Mm. Okay, so hold on, I'm going to read through it. Marineland's on-site cafeteria-style restaurant, The Hungry Bear. Mm. is their restaurant and in the paragraph they say they have rotisserie chicken chicken breast pizza hamburger cheeseburgers and then the food kiosks are the soft ice cream waffle cone bottled water got it (laughs) so they actually have like draft beer and like a a very basic sit-down restaurant but it does end in bottled water on the uh on the paragraph as well yeah so that's on me so it is no, a little bit better than we thought. The park still sucks. Oh, yeah. It sucks real bad. Putting 100% of the blame on them. Yeah. Because they're All right. Close. So how many parks is that now? Theme Park's dead? That is... 14. <laughs> All right. You heard it first. We covered 14 parks on this episode. And that's it. We got through it. Congrats, Woo-hoo! guys. Um, next stop on the road trip is a little place called Toronto, Canada. Hey, Canada's Wonderland. Going to be a good one. We can go say hi to Mitch. Uh, I've actually asked him to be on the show, and he's said yes. So if we can coordinate that, we might have a special guest to uh, join us because he is the Toronto expert. So it uh, would be great to have him on. So we'll have to see if we can make that happen. Other than that, thanks for listening, guys. Make sure you're following us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok at Coaster Cuzzies. Go to Apple Podcasts and rate us on the podcast. Give us five stars. Tell us why you love us. And um, in the comment, you can just rate. Well, don't actually. Well, actually, go on there and just rate Waffle House. (laughs) Yeah. So give us five five stars stars. because you love Waffle House. And just say what your favorite entree is at the Waffle House. 
That'll probably fuck up our ratings on Apple Podcasts. So don't actually do that. Maybe just tell us what you like about the show. And then you can DM us what you think about Waffle House. And then hit us up, coastercuzzies.com slash store for our merchandise. We got Coaster Cuzzy logoed shirts, mugs, all sorts of shit. And then we also have the Only Scramblers t-shirt and baby gear. (laughs) Or those babies who only like Scramblers. Yeah, only like Scramblers. All right. Well, thank you for joining us as we travel through Buffalo and Niagara Falls. And Walmart. It's a guy on a buffalo. Hi, America. Buffalo. You know what to do. Stay fly. Get on a buffalo. Thanks for having me. <laughs> <laughs>